0: Welcome to Stay Paid Real Estate Marketing, unlock the secrets of success in the real estate world where each episode delivers valuable tips and strategies to elevate your marketing game and help you succeed in both life and business. Brought to you by Reminder Media.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our take action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last
0: 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you you and your business, be sure to check out remindermedia.com slash stay paid marketing. That's remindermedia.com slash stay marketing. Take action on that today
1: welcome to stay paid my name is Joshua Steik and I'm Luke Akery and today we are going to be talking about a really popular uh, topic that comes up frequently in some of the talks that you give politics uh, yeah, politics <laughs> <No>. <laughs> religion finance no we're going uh, we just did a webinar not that long ago on geographic farming and yeah. one of the tips that we give is all right how do you actually structure the content in your marketing so whether or not yeah. you're sending out postcards you're sending out one of our magazines you're posting content on social media there's this sort of structure that we've kind of created you want to have content content pillars. And you can you can kind of separate this however you want. I know Jenna Kutcher talks about the five. I can't remember. She has like five different content pillars that yep. she does. Uh, um, uh, Gary V. will talk about this a lot as well. Yep. But uh, one of the things that we always coach our clients on is what we call the three E's of content. So these are three E's. Uh, you want to post content that that educates you want to post content yep. that entertains your audience and you want to post content that endears uh, you to your audience so today we're going to go over yeah. what uh, what each one of those means and s- some examples of them
0: yeah i mean i think acronyms are good or or things like structure are good because yep. it gives you a framework to to work off of i think it was modern millie that we interviewed i forget what episode it was mm-hmm. but she talked about a similar to what you're saying is these you have these content pillars mm-hmm. And then you have something called value pillars. Mm. So your content pillars is what you write down that you want to talk about. So, you know, I often talk about, like, I call it the five Fs, faith, family, fitness, finance, finance. Friends, Mm -hmm. right? So that could be my content pillar. So when I'm going to post, I'm going to post about those things. And then you have your value pillars, which is how you're going to post about them. Are you going to post educationally Mm -hmm. about those topics? Mm -hmm. Are you going to post entertaining about those topics? Are you going to post endearing content? You could add on to the three E's if you wanted to and do like inspiration or Mm -hmm. motivational, that type of idea. So I thought that's a really neat framework that I should mention that, hey, write, sit down and write down your content pillars that you want to talk about, and then your value pillars. We give people the three E's of content because it is a good summation for you when you think of your drip marketing and how you're hitting your database, or you think about your posting on social, you think about the emails that you send. Well, Luke, what type of content should I send in my emails? Right. Luke, yeah. what type of post should I post on my Facebook? Mm-hmm. And I tell people, always remember the three E's. You want to post content that's educational. Mm-hmm. You want to post content that's entertaining. You want to post content that's endearing. You could have one piece of content hit all three, more than likely you're not. Yeah. A lot of people make the mistake that 80%, 90%, if not 100% of their content is all just business-related. So that right. would fall into the educational um, topic. The reason why I say that's a mistake is because... It, you need the majority of your content to be business and education based, so people can see you as a credible source in that industry and see your passion behind it. Yeah. But if all you're doing is posting about interest rates or posting about the stock market or posting about insurance policies and different things, well, I'm going to tune you out. And if I tune you out on social, then your content's not going to be fed to me. Yeah, right, because the algorithm's going to see that. And yeah, i meeting engaged. people where they are. Right? Exactly. So you want to. The reason why I say. Education entertainment endearment, the way to think about it is go, hey, look, you know, let's say fifty percent of the time to sixty percent of the time, you're posting educational-based content. So for a real estate agent, that might be here's what's happening with the market. Mm-hmm. That might be what a new home buyer needs to know. That mm-hmm. might be the difference between renting and, and owning, right? And on the insurance side, it could be things like Cyber security, the risk that you have if you don't have cyber um, insurance, right? A cyber policy type idea. So you can post educational content. Do you have cyber security? Yeah, we have um, uh, cyber security insurance or but but whatever you like it's called. For
1: your personal like identity? like do you have Oh, that?
0: yeah. I, I use Norton. I hope they're good. I need to do that. Yeah, you do. do I need shouldn't to say do that, that on the podcast. Yeah, yeah.
1: I better do that before yeah, this comes bet. out. <laughs> you better do
0: that. Now, you can get it to our company. We offer it to all employees at a no, discounted at rate through our insurance. So there you go. Um, so, but anyway, so you can post educational things. Then you have the entertaining category. So, the entertaining category, this is where you want to speak to people in the 99% of where they live. The best thing to think about about the 99% of where they live is the most common things that humans do, right? We, what do we all do? We, we eat, mm-hmm. we travel, mm-hmm. we take care of our family members, like kids and stuff like that. We go uh, to do local experiences. Yep. So those are just some ideas of going, hey, what type of content could you post on social? Well, coming up on you know Christmas here, you could post a Christmas cookie recipe yep. on your Facebook. And you're thinking, well, what does a Christmas cookie recipe have to do with insurance? I'm an insurance agent, Luke. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not about what it has to do with insurance. It's about just posting something that's valuable to the audience that's seen it to get them to engage. And they also see your picture and your name with it. So your name and your picture build equity in their mind. Same for a postcard. Like imagine sending a postcard with the local events that are happening in your community the next month. Here's the plays that are happening at all the local, you know, play Christmas plays, stuff like that. So that entertaining content is stuff that could be local content. It could be things like recipes. It could be, you know, you I think we had Will Penny on. And he does um, Facebook groups yeah. really, really well. Yeah. And this guy, I mean, he he's a stud. He closes 200 plus deals a year in Ohio. Will, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. But he came on our podcast and talked about Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. And he would say in his Facebook group, the most popular content was content like what do you prefer, this bathroom or this bathroom? Yeah. Right. So it's kind of educational in a way because it ties to his business of real estate, but not really. You're just showing two different bathrooms and people would comment, oh, I choose A. Yeah. And we saw that with our magazine. We would put our magazine covers right in a four quadrant type Instagram post. Yeah. Which magazine cover do you like the most? And people would comment. You could go, are you a vacation? Uh, or do you prefer vacationing at mountains. the beach yeah. or mountains, yeah. right? And people would engage with that. Well, that's just entertaining type yeah. content, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you're just engaging people. It has nothing to do with your business. It's just things that they might find interesting or Sean enjoy. Sean Carpenter
1: would do this too. I, and he, I think he started it during the during pandemic, but has continued doing it with his lost lyrics. And he'd get a, a bunch, of, yeah, bunch of his partners example. and stuff on a Zoom call and would read would read lyrics and you had to guess the name or, or something like that. And, and the brilliant thing about it is he's literally building a referral network of other real estate professionals just by doing something fun and entertaining with them, yeah. There you go. The last E is endearment.
0: And this is the one I always harp on because I feel like there's just such an opportunity that people miss out on. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge proponent of consumers want to do business with people they know, like, and trust – but they actually want to do business with purpose-driven businesses, Yeah. right? I think you see this when you actually you know, look into how people kind of move and the psychology of why people buy from certain companies and why they don't from others. So you want to be a purpose-driven yeah, business. Yeah, there's a power
1: in the shared values as well. Yes. So if you're putting your values out there or you're, you're doing you know, some of the ideas that you'll give here, um, you're finding other people that have those shared values, they'll naturally be drawn towards you. You'll have a stronger relationship with those people.
0: And I think it's because when it is, a purpose-driven business, it's not just about profit. And being just about profit, people want you to make money, but they don't want to feel like a transaction. Yeah. And it's a lot easier to give to something, to buy something, when you know something is also being donated. Like Tom's Shoes, the whole company was built around this whole idea. Buy a pair,
1: give a pair. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: The, the guy created, you buy his shoes and then he gives it to people that don't Can't afford shoes or or don't... Bomba Socks, the number one company in Shark Tank history, Mm revenue-wise, generated. I think it's a billion dollars it's generated. Bomba Socks, every time you buy a pair of their socks, they donate a pair of socks to the homeless shelter. Yeah, differentiate a commodity from something that has a a greater purpose. So that's an endearment style Mm -hmm. of a campaign. So how do you do that as a local business professional? What is the charity that you want to give back to. And it doesn't have to be specifically a charity. It could be just a community thing. It could be your local, you know, little league teams. It could be the local school. Mm -hmm. It could be a food bank. It could be the SPCA. Mm -hmm. It could be the Boys and Girls Club. Like, it could be, you know, maybe the local community center. Yeah, yeah, church, stuff like that. It's so powerful. My brother just got done with his campaign for November, where he he? um, sent... The postcard to 4,000 homes, raising awareness for the Agape House, a food drive, and it's just such a powerful campaign because he literally would have people stop by his office, drop off food, and say, we love what you're doing.
1: Yeah. And think powerful.
0: about that name brand to the community. And here's what endearment campaigns do that people don't recognize is they give you this halo effect that the good that you're doing for the community, they associate it with the work that you do for people in real estate. And people want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. And people want to trust that you will do good for them in yeah. the transaction, that you will take care of them, that you will look out for them. So they're looking and going, wow, look at how Steven is looking out for the local food bank and raising and awareness and they associate that with all the other good he does in his business and you don't just give the charity for that reason but it's so powerful this is why fortune 500 companies fortune 50 companies all have these charities that they support mm-hmm. and and you see people moving like not only is it a good thing to do but ultimately you're influencing the cu- consumer to do business with your brand versus the competitor's brand. yeah. Because the competitor might help you with real estate, but I'm not only going to help you at the same level or greater in real estate, but I also have shared values like you were talking about.
1: Yeah. I mean, our most popular issue of the year, normally, uh, aside from the holiday one, is our charity issue. So every year we partner with a charity. Every other year, it's a, um, you know, normally like a, we have a pink themed issue. So it's like a breast cancer awareness type of charity. Uh, and then on the other years, um, we'll, we'll pick uh, different charities like food banks or, or something like that. It's always one of the most popular that we have of the year. But then look, talking about like sending out the 4,000 postcards, you can take that work that you're doing with that uh, and move it onto social media and help to raise money and help continue to give back to the community uh, while getting some of this content and ideas out there for yeah. your, your businesses. Well. So
0: I would look at your campaigns this year for your database coming up in yep. 2024. Here we are. And I would go 50% should be educational at least where mm-hmm. you are educating on your industry on your expertise it
1: shows people you have authority credibility and it doesn't mean you shouldn't make educational content entertaining yes right? correct they'll still make it entertaining
0: you can still make it entertaining then i would look and go 50 to 60% then i would go let me do 20 to 25 maybe 30% where it's entertaining
1: yeah just pure entertainment
0: and yeah. then Not you have 10% there that maybe maybe to 10 15 you could go up to 20 that is endearing. Mm-hmm. And that would be a good spread for you to look at your campaigns going, what postcards are you sending? What emails are you sending? And if you're sending our magazine, like you go, okay, how much of what I send is a market update, a market report, a policy update, a, a stock market portfolio update? How much of what I send is just pure, just entertaining lifestyle? Yeah. And then how much do I do a year that actually is a give back campaign?
1: Yeah, it's a great audit to do on yourself too as we're wrapping up this year. Go back and look at your past postcard campaigns, or your yeah. past direct mail or what your social content or your social media content emails and just kind of audit your own content and think about placing those within that bucket. See what kind of percentage you end up with and then moving into 2024, make sure you got your content calendar set. All right, thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. you like this episode? and want to support the show there's two ways we ask you to do it first is head on over to apple podcast drop us a five-star review uh review is on spotify as well we got some polls and and surveys that go up with each episode We're already getting some feedback uh from those so that's pretty exciting to see Love just that. to hear back from from all of you listening and the best way to show your support is to share this episode with someone that you know so uh speaking of entertaining <laughs> content dad jokes uh i asked my dad <laughs> what is i asked my dad for his best dad joke And he said, you. I thought that was just rude. (laughs) That is fantastic. Nice. If you want to get a hold of me, Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We're at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Steich.
0: Guys, I'm Luke Acre. The action item should be obvious to you. You need to go and look at your content. And look at how much you're sending that's educational, entertaining, and endearing. Make sure you're not just educational, but that you have some entertaining and endearing content there. And once you look at that, take some time for 2024 to make your life easy. Write down your content pillars. What do you want to post about? Is it your faith? Is it your family? Is it your fitness? Is it your business? What is it that you want to post about? And then you have these value pillars that I'm talking about. And you want to post about those content pillars within those value pillars. And those value pillars to you could be education, entertainment, endearment. Maybe you add to it, you add motivation, you add inspiration, and you want to talk about your content pillars through those lenses. Do that exercise. It will make a huge difference. Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every business. It's top producers take action. Take action on that today.